Welcome to the Powerline Podcast, the official podcast of Gracetown Power. I'm your host, Adam Elrod. On today's episode, we'll be talking all about safety with Director of Safety and Loss Control, Jared Stevens. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number six of the Powerline Podcast. A topic that's always top of mind at Greystone is safety. Today, I'm excited to have our Director of Safety and Loss Control, Jared Stevens, with us. Jared, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me today. So can you give our listeners a description of what your job entails? Sure. So um, my job is kind of a two-part job, uh, Director of Safety and Loss Control. So on the safety side of things, um, I conduct and I facilitate uh, all of our safety training for the Greystone employees. Uh, make sure that we stay compliant with all the OSHA and the DOT standards and regulations. Uh, make sure that all of our work procedures are kind of up to date with the current best practices in the industry. Uh, conduct crew visits, also conduct like accident investigations. And then on the loss control side of my job, uh, take care of all our insurance claims here at Greystone the uh, workers' compensation claims, uh, all the member side and the Greystone side damages. So say, for instance, a car accident where a Greystone pole gets damaged or say maybe a septic company digs into our underground lines, uh, those types of claims. And then, um, unfortunately, for the last year, the majority of my job has been uh, centered around pandemic planning. So uh, working on corporate strategies as it relates to the pandemic, uh, making return to work plans for our employees who are affected by uh, COVID-19, uh, doing contact tracing, you know, those types of things. That is a large scope of work. And I, I know you've been doing a lot with the COVID-19 and done a great job. I mean, we've, we've been very blessed as a company. Um, Thank you. So something our listeners probably don't know, unless they've seen, we've had a few pictures of you uh, out on social media and different things in your uniform uh, when you were a lineman and when you were active service in the military. Um, so could you tell our listeners a little bit about how your experience as a veteran and a lineman has helped you prepare for your current role? Sure. Yeah. Well, and I'd want to start with, um, honestly, if it wasn't for being a veteran, I probably wouldn't have a career at Greystone at all. Uh, when my enlisted contract with the Army ended, I came home and I was just searching for a place to uh, find a summer job uh, that would hold me over until I got enrolled in school. I uh, came up to Greystone. At the time, the economy wasn't doing really well, so Greystone was in a hiring freeze. Uh, but they were able to find a workaround. They brought me on as uh, kind of a student worker for a, a temporary status. And uh, this was mostly because of my veteran status. So. Uh, Greystone is really a huge supporter of the military. Uh, they make an extra effort to hire veterans whenever it's possible, and we've had a lot of success doing so. Um, I'm actually on several of the veteran planning committees up here at Greystone, and uh, right now I believe we have 13 veterans that are actively on our uh, employee payroll, and uh, we're still recruiting veterans. We go to veteran job fairs uh, whenever possible. But anyway, uh, Greystone brought me in. I worked through the summer as a student. And um, and they officially offered me a job that following spring, and that was about uh, 12 years ago. Um, But as far as traits go uh, from the military that helped me, you know, become a lineman and eventually take on this role, which I'm sure is what you're asking about, uh, I'd say stress management would probably be the top of that list. Um, You know, a soldier and a lineman, they're both 
high stress, high hazard jobs and ones where uh, mistakes can't happen. So you have to be really confident. You have to be decisive in your decision making. Uh, you have to have a clear understanding of your task. You have to trust your training, uh, understand the importance of following procedure, uh, be able to avoid distractions, et cetera. So all these traits are, are um, kind of required for, for all these career paths. It definitely works. I mean, I've, I've known you for a few years now, and I don't know if I've ever seen you get too stressed out ever. So stress management's definitely been uh, very good. So um, you know, It's all the, about the appearance on the surface, right? <laughs> there you go. When we started off the podcast, I talked about how safety's top of mind. And, you know, that's something that we always stress at the co-op. Why do you think that we have such a culture of safety inside Greystone? I'm I'm glad to hear that you think we do too. So, uh, but I think uh, the first off, it'd just be the nature of the work. Like I said earlier, it's not really a when you're dealing with electricity, it's not a job that allows for mistakes. Uh, you have to follow your safety procedures. You have to work safely. It's really the only way to make sure that everybody goes home at the end of the day. And this attitude is really contagious around the co-op. Uh, it carries through the entire company, uh, not just the ones that are out working on the lines. For just about every job at the co-op. Uh, failure to be thorough, failure to follow protocol or procedure could inadvertently or, you know, directly cause some kind of ripple that causes serious injury to someone else. So um, I'd say another contributing factor is uh, the way that Greystone holds uh, each of our employees personally accountable for safety. Uh, this helps to create the uh, the right culture that you want. Uh, we incentivize safe behavior at the co-op, so everybody has a little bit of skin in the game. And then lastly, I'd say Probably the uh, maybe one of the biggest factors also is that we're kind of a big family. So, you know, I have personal relationships with just about every employee at Greystone. And I think that's the same for most of our uh, employees. I don't want to let those people down that I care about. I know their wives. I know their husbands. I know, you know, their kids names, at least, or, you know, their parents in some cases. And I want to make sure I'm doing everything in my power to ensure that they're going home the same way they came into work. It, that's an excellent point. I, I like that you brought out the fact that we are like a big family. I can even remember my first day at the co-op, and that was kind of the uh, the message that was given to us by your predecessor was the fact that you know we want to make sure that everybody goes home the same way they came to work. And you know, every employee, like you said, has skin in the game. We have to report safety uh, instances that we find or different things that we might find unsafe and how we correct those. So could you explain a little bit of, to our listeners about Greystone's safety excellence program? Sure. Um, so we at Greystone, we believe that the best way to prevent an incident would be to train your employees to identify and fix hazards. Uh, the key there being fixing the hazard. Uh, it doesn't really do any good to simply identify hazards. You have to take that next step and actually do something about it. You got to make that situation safer or notify somebody of the hazard if you can't necessarily fix it yourself. And the beauty of this is it transcends the work environment. This is um, something that our employees take home in their personal lives. They, they recognize those hazards at home also. Um, but we created a reporting platform where our employees can go in and enter what we call a safety excellence ticket. And basically, uh, this is just a way for our employees to document instances where they saw a hazard and they took that corrective action. And then each month, our safety steering team meets to review all the entries uh, from the previous month. We give out monetary rewards to those who really went um, above and beyond. And just as a reference point, we had nearly 4,000 uh, safety excellence tickets 
entered in 2020, and around 300 of those tickets were uh, deemed awardable by our safety steering team. So it's a really good program, and it incentivizes the employees to improve their hazard recognition skills. And by doing that, it, you know, it proves the, the entire culture of the organization. Yeah, and to kind of give a little bit of a scope for our listeners, you said about 4,000 tickets in 2020, and we have roughly uh, 270 employees right. at Greystone. That's a lot of tickets for that many employees. So I want to give kind of that background. Something else we always talk about safety-wise, especially in my department that I'm in, in PR and communications, we talk about being safe during the storms, and we usually put out different information for our members about how do you be safe in the storm, especially when using generators. Can you explain a little bit why uh, we need to be safe when using generators and give any safety tips you may have for our listeners? Sure. And uh, your public relations team, they do a really good job putting out that information. I know as a as a former lineman, we appreciate it because it's something that a lot of people just don't realize the uh, magnitude of how dangerous what they're doing really can be. Um, so a generator that's hooked up improperly it has the ability to backfeed primary voltage back out on the lines. Uh, Greystone operates on a 25 kV system, so a generator can put out you know, somewhere in the range of 14,400 volts back out on the lines. This is really dangerous for the, for the linemen that are out working. Uh, say, for instance, there's a line down, we're trying to get power restored, and that line that we're working on that was uh, previously deemed dead, it becomes energized with 14,000 plus volts. Uh, we've got a, a really major problem on our hands. Um, a lot of potential for fatalities. So please make sure that your generators are installed by somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, if you have a generator running and you see linemen out working in your area, keep your distance, but please, by all means, feel free to step out and let the linemen know that you've got a generator running uh, your home. Give our linemen the opportunity to protect themselves and ensure they're going home at the end of the day. That's great information and great tips because like you said, it it could have the magnitude of a fatality if not done correctly. So we always want to stress that point to everyone. Another cool project that you've been working on, and I, the reason I know it is because we've been working on it together for a little while, is um, the safety trailer that Greystone's built. And I know what we envisioned before COVID hit. Could you tell our members a little bit about what our safety trailer is, what our plans are in the future, and how it can help teach them to stay safe around electricity. Sure. So last year we started an initiative uh, to improve the training that we offer, mainly to our first responders in our service area as it relates to distribution electricity. Uh, so a lot of times, say for instance, a house fire, a car accident, broke pole, line down, those types of situations, people call 911 first, so our emergency services they'll get to the scene sometimes faster than the uh, power company does. So a fire truck or police officer, they're not able to, to do their job because of some of the electrical hazards uh, associated with the accident or whatever the situation is. Um, but we want to educate our first responders, uh, teach them what to look for, try to recognize these electrical hazards in these situations. Uh, we want the emergency responders to stay safe and be able to do their job and go home the way they came also. So uh, what we did, we built a live line trailer and uh, it gives us the opportunity to uh, run through real life scenarios with our first responders, give them a real visual uh, demonstration of 
some of the hazards that they might uh, encounter while they're responding to these situations. Uh, we intended to start the training with our first responders in 2020, but uh, due to COVID uh, restrictions, we've had to limit our exposure to the public. So moving into 2021, we're hoping that we're close to turning the corner with this pandemic and we can start pushing some of this training out to our first responders. And again, the, the initial push is going to be to our first responders, but uh, once we kind of uh, get the ball rolling there and develop a good program, the, the, the overall intent is to push it out to the general public as well. We'll, we'll start hitting our schools with these live line demonstrations and really get some information out of the public. I can't wait till we can get to that point because I know when we started planning for this project, it was a really big push. And I, I know that we're right there at the finish line now. So once that happens, I know that it'll be a good time. And I'm sure that I'll be putting out some videos as well at that point on social media, because if you've never seen one of the safety trailer demonstrations, it opens your eyes a lot more to what can happen around electricity. Before I let you go, I do want to ask the same last question I ask everybody. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our members? Well, anytime I get the opportunity to bend uh, one of our members' ears, I try to uh, put a bug in their ear that we, how much Greystone appreciates their patience and their understanding during some of these situations where they may have extended outages. Uh, generally, when these extended outages occur, it's really dangerous work conditions. Uh, our men and women are working around the clock trying to restore power as quickly and as safely as they can. But in order to do that job safely, sometimes it adds a little time to that outage clock. Um, but I, I hope that everyone agrees that no one's power is more important than someone's life. And just know that Greystone takes a lot of pride in doing our job safely and efficiently. And uh, our members being patient and understanding during these outages, it really helps us do the process correctly. Uh, we appreciate that, you know, what our members do for us. There's nothing better than than having a member come up and thank you when their power's out. Uh, we know that their power's been out for a long time, but that that patience and that understanding goes a long way with our linemen. But, um, you know, other than that, that's all I've got for you today, Adam. I appreciate your time and all the information because safety, again, top of mind always at Greystone. So we definitely hope this helps educate members all about ways they can help stay safe and why it's so important to us um at graystone but jared thank you so much for your time for for being with us today absolutely thank you well, that is all the time we have today hey if you've made it to this point in the podcast i believe you probably enjoyed what you've heard so why don't you go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can get each new episode of the podcast directly in your podcast feed also Go ahead and rate us five stars so other members will start to see the podcast popped up in their apps as well. This has been the Powerline Podcast. Thanks for listening.